let's just pray as we begin. Father God, thank you and praise you for today. We thank you for enabling us to come here and uh, study your word and learn more about you. We pray you help us to uh, learn about Jesus and help us to put it into practice um, here this morning. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, there's uh, once a farmer. Heads up, everybody. Uh, there was once a farmer who uh, went to plant his seed. He planted them in the fields. You ready? There we go. See? Plant them in his fields. Well, I can't actually throw seeds. because you imagine the warden's response if the seeds started growing up in the... There you go. In the... Uh... Oh, all right, Dan. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It went up. <laughs> you owe me 300 pounds. That's what he said earlier. <laughs> There was once a farmer who went to plant his seeds in his field. Some of the seeds fell on the path, uh, but the birds came and uh, ate them up. Some of the seeds fell on rocky ground, and they started to sprout, but they soon fell away because they had no roots. Some of them fell in the weeds, and they started to grow, but the plants uh, choked them out, and they didn't grow properly. But some of them fell in good soil, and the plants grew and had a massive crop. Now, you might be wondering uh, why I'm throwing sweets at you, uh, and you might be wondering how this links to what Jesus has to sell us this morning. Well, by telling this story about the farmer, Jesus wants everyone who hears it to know that they should listen to him. In uh, Kids at St Mary's and at church, we've been uh, looking and learning from Luke's gospel about how we can build our lives as Christians. We have a slide. These are the bricks that I've created. Uh, So just to help us remember, these are the bricks. Have a look at them with me. Uh, Firstly, from chapter 6, we saw that a Christian's life should be based on Jesus. Based on Jesus. That Christians should look forward to the future hope we have in, Jesus, in heaven. We've seen that Christians are called to love people, even if those people are mean and horrible to us. Christians are meant to trust in Jesus. And Christians are meant to be thankful for the forgiveness and mercy that we receive through him. Today's brick, today's brick, that Jesus is telling us, is that we should listen to God's word. We should listen to Jesus. Now, that's very easy to say, and you've probably heard it all before. But the question is, what does it really mean? And that's what we're going to look at today. What does it really mean? We're going to discover how we listen to God's word. And there are two answers Uh, Firstly, by coming to Jesus, and secondly, by putting into practice what he says. Now, I've got a prop, which in my wisdom I decided to wear. So why I'm, I don't know, don't ask. Uh, So it'll be easier to wear it than hold it. So there we go. Anyone know what it is? An ear, yeah, thank you. I'm glad glad you're all paying attention. There we go. I will not be wearing it for the whole sermon. (laughs) 
So in our true story from uh, the Bible today, Jesus is talking to a massive crowd. And he says something really interesting when he finishes. You see it in verse 8. He says, Jesus shouts, He who has an ear, let him hear. He who has an ear, let him hear. Now that seems a bit random. People, most people have ears, right? Well, what's he talking about? Before we can hear what Jesus is saying, we need to unblock our ears, though. Uh, There are two mistakes we commonly make as Christians. Uh, First uh, thing we need to unblock, where is it? There it is. We unblock our ears. First thing is uh, we think that we can work out what God is like. When I was a child, I used to think I could work out what God is like. I think God's like that, or I think God should be like that. That's just not right. The second blockage, ah, found it, there we go. The second blockage is that uh, the idea that when Jesus tells stories, he tells them to make it easier for people to understand. But you see, that's not true either. Because you look at verse 9, Jesus is Jesus' disciples, well, they didn't have a clue what he was saying. They had to come to him and ask him. So we can't be using stories to help people understand. In verse 10, Jesus says, he uses a verse from Isaiah, and he says, well, I speak stories so that people won't understand. Sorry, I'm going to take that off now. See, Jesus says, I tell stories because people won't understand. Jesus says to his disciples, the secrets of the kingdom of God have been given to you. Jesus' point is that you can't work out what God is like on your own. You can only find out what God is like if we come to Jesus. We can only have the truth if we come to him. Verse 8 is not saying, is everyone listening to me? No, verse 8 is an invitation to come and search for answers, to come and question God and ask him what he means. It's okay if we have questions It's okay if we find the Bible hard to understand sometimes. You only get answers if you come to God. If you come to God saying, Jesus, I just don't understand what this means. Please help me out. The question is, of course, will we listen to him? Will we come to Jesus and will we listen? Did you notice in the parable there are these four different soils Four different soils the the seeds landed in. I I read this um, in a commentary by J.C. Ryle, that actually every person in this room, and in fact every person in the whole world, is described in one of these four soils. Every person in this room will react to God's word in one of these four ways. Uh, Firstly, uh, some people just don't listen. They're like the path where the seed landed on, the seed gets trampled and the birds eat them. I do a lot of talking about Jesus as part of my uh, job. And I see people all the time who just don't listen. Sometimes they're too tired to listen. Uh, Sometimes they get distracted by phones or worries. 
Sometimes they decide they just don't want to hear it. Other people, they give up. Uh, they, they're like the rocky uh, soil. They start well. They listen to God's word. They might be coming to church or youth groups. They might have questions, and that's great. They begin to live, uh, live life God's way. But then when it gets hard, when they get challenged by maybe friends or family, you're not really a Christian, are you? Do you go to church, really? Suddenly it's not worth it, and they give up. Some get distracted by the world around us. Uh, it's like the seeds who grew up in thorny soil. They get choked out. When my friends and I went to university, lots of us who went, and lots of us went to church with our parents. But when we got to uni, they stopped going to church. Life got in the way. Things seemed, other things seemed more exciting, more fulfilling. They stopped listening to Jesus. They stopped trusting in Jesus. They got distracted by the world about them. But there is good news because some people hear God's word, like the good soil, hear God's word, and like the disciples, respond to Jesus by coming to him, by seeking the answers, by wanting to hear more from Jesus. They continue to listen to Jesus, and by continuing to listen to him, that changes them completely. Only people who are willing to listen to Jesus, who are willing to come to him, will have their questions answered. So what type of listeners are we going to be this morning? Are we going to be people who are on our phones or asleep? Will we not really listen? John, I just don't care. Will we start to read the Bible? Will we come along to, to church or youth groups, but actually when our friends and families or colleagues challenge us, well, we fall away. Will we read the Bible with good intentions, but so easily get distracted by YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, our phones. We sit in front of the TV to read the Bible. We do it at a time when we know we're going to get distracted. Or will we invest time in coming to Jesus? Will we invest quality time into reading his word, into thinking and praying and wanting to know more? So how do we listen to God's word? The first way we listen to God's word is by searching for answers, by coming to Jesus. And that brings us on to our second way. The second way we listen is by putting it into practice. Now, I need uh, some help uh, because um, I have lost something that's very important. It's very valuable to me. And it is, in fact, a big box of sweets. It's not this one. It is another box of sweets. It is big and purple, okay? Um, I'm wondering if the kids might want to just jump up and maybe help me find this box of sweets. It could be anywhere in the church. I'm very forgetful. It could be anywhere. Have a look around. See if you can find it. Have a look. Have a look all around the church. Adults, if you want to point it out, you can, if you can see it. <gasps> Found it. Wow. Come on. Bring it up. Uh, bring it up, Lydia. Thank you very much indeed. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Uh, don't go anywhere, Lydia. Don't go. You come on. I, uh, right, the kids can go back and sit down, apart from Lydia, who found it. Well done. So, um, here's my box of sweets. Isn't it great? This is a massive box of sweets. When I uh, asked Danny to buy a box of sweets, this is a big box of sweets. Um, but I tell you what, because you found it, I'm going to give you the box of sweets. Okay? Yeah? There you go. <laughs> the response was, okay. Um, so, <laughs> so you, you can have the box of sweets, but, but... 
do you think you can share it yes. with everyone else at the rent? Yes, it's too big. Perfect, thank you. Great, if you go and sit down, you can have the box of sweets and you share it at the end. Brilliant. So uh, Jesus tells us a story straight after the story of the parable of the sower. He says, uh, no one puts a light under a jar or under a bed. Now, again, this might seem slightly unconnected and a bit random, uh, but actually it's all about how we listen to Jesus. It's all about how we listen to God's word. We put it into practice. Uh, Like uh, Lydia, who found the sweets, uh, she isn't keeping those uh, sweets to herself. She's sharing it with other people. Uh, Let's have a look at verses uh, 16 to 18 together, uh, just briefly. You see, Jesus' day, uh, the light came from candles. So if you put a candle and put it under a bowl, there are going to be two problems that you're going to come up with. Uh, Firstly, that candle is going to have no light at all, and you're not going to see anything, okay? Uh, Secondly, it's likely to go out. Imagine for a second the builders of this church put the lights that we enjoy under the floor. Now imagine how frustrated poor Malcolm would be having to run around light candles every morning for church. We wouldn't be able to see anything. The lights under the floor would be no use at all unless you wanted to see the worms. Uh, (laughs) How we listen to God matters. Putting it into practice matters. Edward uh, has entitled this sermon, Living a Fruitful Life. So uh, children, if you, uh, if you want to know if an apple tree is healthy and happy, how do you know? What do you look for on an apple tree, Josh? Apples, thank you. Apples. Completely logical. Apples, of course, exactly. If an apple tree doesn't produce apples, well, surely it's Maybe there's something wrong with it. To have a fruitful life as a follower of Jesus means hearing God's word, coming to Jesus, and then putting into practice what Jesus says. And see, this makes more people come to Jesus to find answers to their questions. If Jesus says, uh, love your uh, people around you, but then you go away and start talking about them behind their back, you start laughing at them when they do something wrong. Then we really haven't listened to Jesus. We haven't believed what, that what he says is best for us. We haven't done what he said. Uh, William Taylor puts it like this. Use publicly what you have been shown and taught in the Bible. Use publicly what you have been shown and taught in the Bible. Show people the truth you find in the Bible. Point them back to Jesus. Loving someone might mean uh, talking to them, uh, uh, someone who's on their own at lunchtime. It might mean uh, thinking about uh, how I can help that person. Uh, Jesus says if there's no light, if there's no action in your life, if there's no change from before you believed in Jesus to now, well, have you listened to Jesus? Have you really come to Jesus and have you put it into practice? Right at the end of our passage, uh, Jesus gets told that his mother and brothers are outside and want to speak to him. Now, if you're like me, you want to go and speak to your mum. Uh, But do you notice how Jesus responded in verse 21? 
He said, my mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put it into practice. Now, Jesus isn't rejecting his family here. Uh, no, look, he's, what he's doing is he's saying, I'm creating the biggest and the best, most important family ever, God's family. And you can be part of it. You can be as close to me as my mother and brothers are. If you hear my words, if you come to me, and if you put it into practice. That's how important it is to listen to Jesus and to do what he says. So what kind of soil are we today? Are we going to be people whose life is built upon the foundation of coming to Jesus? Not making the mistake of thinking we can know everything about God without God himself. But people who come humbly to listen to him. Are we going to be people who then put uh, what Jesus says into practice? Uh, are we going to be put it into practice and act it out in our lives? Or are we going to let it go in one ear and straight out the other? Uh, Jesus says, my family are those people who hear God's word and put it into practice. The question for all of us today is, is that going to be us? Is that going to be us? Let's just finish in prayer. Father, we thank you and we praise you for sending Jesus. We thank you that we have the privilege of being able to be part of your family by coming to Jesus. Help us not to make the mistake of thinking that we know everything or that we can know everything about you. Help us to uh, be willing to come to you and ask for answers. To find out about who you are and what you're like. Help us, we pray, uh, to put that into practice. Help us to put what Jesus says into practice in our lives. Help us to be lights that shine out in the world in this community. That show people the forgiveness that we can have in Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen.